Greetings and salutations, nerds. This is Praying for Superpowers, a show about the deeper meanings, messages, and intricacies hidden within nerd culture. I'm Trevor Sheeran. Peter Jordahl is on paternity leave today, so I have my brother-in-law, Ryan Lastly, and my sister, Hannah Lastly, in the studio with me today, and we're talking about couples who game together. Okay, so uh, Ryan and Hannah are here because they are uh, pretty quintessentially the couple that games, uh, at least in my circle of friends. Uh, why don't we start by having you guys describe the different ways that you guys game together? So it started out with just D&D and board games and tabletop games, and then turned into Xboxing together. Um, he got me my own Xbox because he hated me using his. And now we PC game together. You guys just got a super cool VR hmm. system, right? I did. Yeah. Uh, okay, Han- yeah. Hannah, apparently. <laughs> Not right. Session of it. <laughs> no, it's just got an HTC Vive. So yeah. that you can't really play together, but it is fun watching folks in it. Well, and what I wanted to tackle today is I think that there's a lot of uh, conceptions that we probably have as people about what gaming looks like in a relationship. Uh, and a lot of us may be tainted by high school relationships and what we see on the media of, you know, you can't have a husband who plays video games, who is also present in the relationship, or you can't have a, uh, a wife who is engaging in gaming, who is actually engaged in gaming. Uh, and not just for the husband. So let's talk a little bit about how this works in relationship to your relationship. So I think gaming brings out everything. It brings up issues you would never know or never situations you wouldn't know each other's reaction to. And you can judge character and all of that. But also it gets you more engaged with each other. Instead of just sitting on a couch watching Netflix, you're engaging, you're talking, you're creating, like solving problems together. And being mean to each other with words, but <laughs> makes it stronger. I th- that's a really interesting point about just sitting in front of a TV and watching Netflix compared to interacting with each other. And I think that's, I mean, we honestly don't always play the same games together. I mean, we'll be playing games side by side. So we'll be off on our own thing. I'll be off my own thing. And it's still, we'll talk and engage that way. Or we'll play games together where, yeah, there's co-op with it. We're playing with each other or with friends on top of it. And it's a great way to socialize, get to know you. And uh, honestly, it's just better entertainment than sitting on a couch and both on our phones watching TV. Yeah. Well, we still get that physical aspect because we sit next to each other either with it. We're on the couch playing Xbox. He'll sit on my feet. He'll hold my hand. We'll laugh together. If we're on the um, at the computers, we'll hold hands in between games. We'll laugh. We'll hug each other. And... It's just more interactive and less mind-dulled. Yeah. And I really like, I like that you guys have such a strong circle of friends that you play with because there's rarely a time that I hear you guys talking about like just one person gaming. If it's not the other person in the relationship, it's somebody from, you know, who's moved to a different state or in the state or has an Xbox at their house and they're playing or stuff like that. Yeah. 
we voice chat almost every night, whether it's with <coughs> Seth, our best friend who's in New York. We'll play Destiny on the Xbox with him, or we'll play with Mark and Daniel across the city playing PUBG together. And it gives us that community that you lose when you become an adult. Because yeah. in high school, you hang out with friends every night. Mm-hmm. As an yeah. adult, maybe it's once a week at most. Yeah. So I have a question, too. One of the things that I've noticed about myself is that I like to feel things from an arm's length. And a lot of the times gaming allows me to do that, Mm -hmm. where I can feel really close to a person and really engaged with them. But emotionally and intimately, I am holding them at arm's length. Do you feel like that has a role in gaming together as a couple or have you found ways where it doesn't happen? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Um. It's nice having the comfort of being not sitting right next to each other, not having that heat, but you celebrate together. You get so excited that we'll like run around the house and be like, yes, we won. Or even with friends, we talk about serious things when we're gaming. Sometimes we get into really serious conversations and it's weird, but it's our way of keeping people close. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. I mean, there is what you would consider Xbox banter, so. And we all know what that is, and that happens a lot. But if something is serious relationally with our friends or us or something, it's just the way we talk it out with them and are very brutally honest and frank with each other, which yeah. I think helps. It's easy keeping folks on voice chat at an arm's distance, especially if they're strangers and you don't know them. But if they're folks I know in real life, it's no different than a phone call for me. Mm. It's just we're playing a game and interacting and doing something. Yeah, so you've, you've found that even in the midst of gaming, maybe between the, the sessions or between different rounds of a game, mm-hmm. you can have some of these deeper conversations that are meaningful outside of just gaming, but in oh, a relationship. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll have them and then the game will start or something big will happen. Everyone will get into, you know, game mode. And then as soon as it's over, we'll flip right back over to it. We're pretty... It's not something I'd say that comes natural because it took a little bit of work, but we have it, which is nice. And yeah. even with us. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that work a little bit. I think that's an important piece. <laughs> you got to learn how everyone communicates while playing together. I mean, if it's just board games or especially over a computer where you can't read people's faces. <laughs> and you'll develop internal lingo that you know or like one other person knows that not everyone else knows. Um, and I've even realized this with us, um, that I'll say something that I'm assuming she knows the answer to, especially when we're playing like PUBG or something like that that's a little bit more fast-paced. And I'll say run. I make the assumption to run towards the enemy and lay, lay down suppressing fire rather than run away. But that's small <laughs> things you get to learn and you realize if it's happening here, where else in the relationship is it happening for like, if I'm saying this, I'm assuming the implication is fully known. Yeah. But honestly, is it? Yeah. Happening? And we've had a few conversations with that. Just quick clarifications of small stuff. I thought was like, oh, I thought this was normal or you understood this from day one. Type thing. Yeah. But it's taught us how to communicate better and get clarification. Cause a lot of times he'll say something and I'm like, I assumed it meant this and mm. it doesn't. Yeah. And then he'll get mad and I'll get mad. And we're like, Oh, where did it go wrong? Because we use that in video games. Like, Hey, I meant run towards us, not away. Yeah. Different ways people understand things. And even yeah. our friends have learned how to communicate with us and with each other better. Um, and even with their own spouses now that they're slowly getting married, how to mm-hmm. communicate with them better. Because they're like, okay, not everything is understood innately. Right. And I think it's really, it's good that both of you have kind of taken that extra step of, yeah, we need to be able to communicate in the game. But mm-hmm. 
this probably holds some principles outside of the game as well, right. which I think is a is a really significant step to be able to make. Uh, and I think that, in my mind, would be the pivotal uh, step to make the difference between couples who game together just being surface level and gaming and enjoying the same thing and couples who game together who use it to create greater depth in their marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a bonding experience. It's a shared thing we enjoy. So yeah. you get to pull something out of it. Yeah. You mentioned earlier before we started recording that your best advice to couples is something. Why don't you share that here? So we always like to say, because before we even started dating, I played dandy with him. You learn more about a person playing a role-playing game than anything else. You learn the deepest, darkest parts of them that they may not even know about. You you learn everything about them. And just being able to play that kind of role-playing game in a fantasy world just open so many doors for conversations and so many different personality traits. And some are good, some aren't. Yeah. And you can balance it out. And I just, we always tell them to play together. We just had a friend, two friends in our gaming community and our D and D sessions. They just got married after playing together Mm -hmm. for a year. Well, and if I hadn't known Ryan before playing D D and D with him, I would have probably picked up on the fact that he's a lawyer in Always. Always. And a bit of a murder hobo. A little bit of a murder hobo. A little bit of a murder hobo. <laughs> Best description ever. Yeah, he's a he's a lawyer murder hobo where he'll he'll kill the people and then tell you why it was necessary and right to kill those people. Awful good paladins. <laughs> Justify anything. Yikes. Well, and I've also, I, uh, on this aside, uh, I've found that being able to invite you and Ryan, because I don't, you didn't play D&D before Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, and I was playing D&D before you met Ryan, and so when those two worlds collided, inviting you into the Ogrids gaming that I was hosting uh, was really cool to be able to interact with a sibling in a way that we hadn't interacted before. And, I mean, it's no people who are in our family know that you and I had our own differences at the beginning yep. of your relationship <laughs> yep, with <obviously>. Hannah. <laughs> and the being able to game with you and to connect on this level really helped bridge that relationship uh, to a point where it where it is now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean a big drastic change from when I first met you. Well, it's some personal growth on both ends, too. Both ends, you know? yeah, they need you quite a bit at the time. It's Dude. entertaining to watch from the outside. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> no, but I think, like, gaming, as you're saying, it's a great way to get to know some folks. And honestly, the people let their guard down when they game. I mean, yeah. I think that's just how it is. And it's a great way to get to know someone for who they truly are. I guess it's the modern equivalent of going fishing with a friend way back in the day, I guess. Yeah. I know it doesn't quite perfect, but it's kind of what it is. It's shared activity, and you're not focused on, oh, what's our relationship look like? No, let's play this game, and we'll see what comes out of it, and you can learn about folks. Yeah, and and there's that power of being able to use that to kind of uh, break the ice mm-hmm. in, the, in the moment so that afterwards, if you're struggling with something or you have something that you need to ask for or, or help that you want to um, receive, you can use that to then say, okay, we're done with the game. Hey, I got to talk to you before we're, we're done. I have this thing that I just wanted to share. And I think that's, cause that's uncomfortable. That's an uncomfortable conversation to have, but being able to build the comfort of gaming. Right. Cause you 
I mean, be honest, when you're high attention to these situations in gaming, you somewhat build a bond. And it's a little bit weird. You get to learn how the other person thinks, where they move. And sometimes you'll play a game being completely nonverbal because you know the other person so well. But that in and of itself is a bit of communication yeah. with it once you reach that level. And you feel comfortable with folks. You're yeah. close to them. Well, on a neurological level, there is some chemical bonding that happens mm-hmm. in those types of situations. If you go through a trauma or a stressor or, uh, I mean, even sex, the dopamine causes a bonding chemically in your brain. And so it makes sense that mm-hmm. in gaming, we're chemically bonding because our brains don't really know the difference right and that that can deepen the relationship and strengthen it so that you know you can move to a different part of the country and still feel this strong connection right well, i feel like you can read people through playing games because we've had times where a player will come in and do something super stupid and reckless and bombs to the like just bomb everything we're like what's going on Mm. this isn't you yeah and you can sometimes you can even read into there's something going on deeper and it's coming out in this way because they're frustrated right you didn't slay that orc you splattered it (laughs) (laughs) you you were you were giving great detail of how you splattered it too exactly maybe we should talk (laughs) (laughs) interesting huh well and for uh, our audience uh, Peter and I are hoping to start a new series where we're going to start examining some aspects of D&D that are really really interesting like talking about how um, your D&D character is antisocial it just that's the way it is Uh, and we're going to tell you why Uh, and we're going to tell you how your barbarian struggles with anger issues and we're just going to we're going to go through it and it's going to be awesome so uh, if you're interested in that kind of thing consider hitting the subscribe button Uh, thank you Hannah and Ryan for coming on the show Um, it was good having you and good being able to dive into this a little bit more thanks for having us let's go play some games yeah yeah yeah. (laughs)